اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر اشهد ان لا اله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا للصلاة حيا للصلاة الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحج أشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الحج المبرور ليس له جزاء إلا الجنة وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك نعيم نعيم كانت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلقت تمن لساني فوقولي جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم يما هو أهله Respected elders and brothers in Islam We find ourselves now in the days of Hajj Many people will be preparing for Hajj 
and will be leaving soon. The first life of Hujjah from South Africa will be leaving on Sunday, inshallah. To make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the journey Hajj Mabrur, make the means of barakat for us. If we can help them in any way, we'll get some portion in the reward of theirs. And Allah ta'ala make it a means of uniting the entire ummah. All people from different countries will be gathering and performing this great faridah, this great command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the first of Shawwal, every when it was the Eid or Eid al-Fitr, every year has a shaykh, Zakir al-Ali, whenever Eid did come, he would become very happy. And then family members would ask him, why are you so happy? He says, I'm happy because the days of Hajj have started. And then he would say, Sunahe kere darkar tere aashi ko ka hujum hoga. Agar ijazat ho, to maybe we may shamil ho jau. The do Allah, all your lovers will be gathering at your doorstep and be coming to your house. Oh Allah, make it possible, if it's for your permission, make it possible for me to also be part of that group. We know Hajj is a journey where it expresses the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every moment a person just does what he's commanded. He doesn't ask any questions. He's told he must go to Mina, he goes to Mina. From Mina he's told he must go to Arafat. And he comes back expressing his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he's just very simply... Everyone looks the same. Nobody has, seems, nobody has any superiority over the other person. This Hajj is so important that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that person who has, can afford Hajj, he has the ability, the physical ability, the financial ability to go for Hajj, but he does not go for Hajj. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave a very stern warning that person may die as a Yahudi. He may die as a Nasrani, he may die as a Jew or a Christian. Allah protect us. So if we can afford it, we have the ability, the means, we must start making an effort that one day, that all the certain processes, whatever processes are required, so we must make that effort to see how we can fulfill this great fariba, this great obligation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, the hajj magroor, you know we make dua, person is leaving, we make dua for them, Allah grant you hajj magroor. Why? Because Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, A righteous hajj, a magroor hajj, لَيْسَ لَهُ جَزَاهُ إِلَّا الْجَنَّةِ The only reward for magroor hajj is jannah. Nothing else but jannah. But what is the magroor hajj? What is a righteous hajj? The things that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith are not only confined for the hujjah. It is also for us to bring in our lives. Yes, for the haji, if he brings those qualities in him, then it's more likely that his haji will be magroor. And if we bring these qualities in our lives, we'll get the rewards of haji. Two weeks ago, the alim that came, he also spoke about different amal. A person will do, he'll get the reward of haji. But what is the essence of Hajj? What did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said? How do you get a Hajj Madrur? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned three things. That if a person, number one, is Isa'am or Ta'am, that feeding people, a person has a big heart, he feeds people, he helps people, people that are hungry, even people when you go for Hajj, people are coming from all different areas. He doesn't look at the skin color, the background, but he just feeds people. So this is one very great quality to think it. Many, many ahadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when explaining about Islam, the excellence of Islam, how to enter Jannah, one of the things is feeding people. So feeding is a very great quality. It's a very great sifat that a person brings in their life, is a, is a life, is a quality of the Jannah. 
They feed people. The second quality is ifshaus salam, spreading salam, and making salam common amongst us. We go for Hajj. People are coming from everywhere. You don't listen. More than 99.9% of the people you don't know, but you greet those you know. You greet those you don't know. And Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam even said, close to Qiyamah, the time will come. The people will only greet the people they know. But we have to bring this quality of salam amongst ourselves. Greeting one another. Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in a hadith that none of you can enter Jannah until you love each other. And then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then said, Shall I show you something that if you do it, it will create that love. The love between each other. Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned making salam common amongst yourselves and greeting one another. So this is another quality. How we can make salam with one another. Make salam common. And the third quality Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned is lean ul kalam. Uqib ul kalam. That is speaking gently, speaking softly, speaking kind words. Making the next person happy, being a means of creating happiness in the hearts of people, not hurting anybody. A true Muslim is that one who people, other Muslims, are staying from the harm of his tongue. So these three qualities a person has in his life, it will grant him a hajj and a guru. will grant him a righteous hajj. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran, Al-Hajju Ashuru Ma'lumat, Faman Farda Fihin Al-Hajj, this hajj only comes once in a lifetime. After that, the first hajj can only take place once in a person's lifetime. After that, it's a nafil hajj. So Allah Ta'ala says, when hajj becomes part upon you, then fala rafat. There should not be any intimate speech with your, with, your, uh, with your wife, with your spouse. There shouldn't be any ill speech. There shouldn't be any sins that committed during that hajj. Wala jidal. There shouldn't be any arguing. There shouldn't be quarreling in that hajj. So these are the qualities that will grant a person hajj magroor. And these are qualities that how it's got to do with dealing with each other. How we deal amongst ourselves. So these are qualities that we need to improve on. And these, imagine these qualities will make that hajj magroor. And then on, on the on many hadith also prove that our dealings with people is a means of protection of our amal. A person can do a lot of good amal, he can do a lot of nafil amal, he can spend a lot in sadaqah, he can give a lot of he can perform a lot of nafil salah, but if he's harming people, he's hurting people, his relations with people are not correct, then those Actions are means of wiping out all his good deeds. So this is very important that we bring these good qualities in ourselves, in our lives. And from the one of the greatest actions, amongst the most beloved actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in means of creating happiness in the hearts of people. Of course, within all this that we talk about, it must be done within the confines of Sharia. It must never be against Sharia. That's one thing we, we must never forget. That we will do everything within the confines of Sharia when it comes to feeding, or when it comes to saying kind words. The kind words is amongst for many. Sing it to our mahram women, not to say it to our mahram women, for example. We don't, we don't, we have to have, when it comes to dealing with our mahram, there's hijab, there's parada. So this is another command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we must never compromise when it comes to our Sharia. We remain firm on our Sharia and our deen, our beliefs. That is no compromise. Yes, when it comes to dealing with people, 
we have these good qualities. We don't confuse both. Of course, we have to have good akhlaq, good character. All these are very important in its place. But when it comes to the laws of Sharia, when it comes to the commands of Allah, when it comes to aspects of Iman and Aqidah and belief, then we will remain very firm. If anyone has to say something which is incorrect, we have to speak against it. We have to stop it. Now that's not against Akhlaq. That's not against his good character. That is a different command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever somebody would break the command of Allah, he would become very upset. He would become red. And they would adjust the people. When he came to the matters of being, when he came to matters of himself, somebody harming him on his personal level, then he forgave, he overlooked. But when he came to matters of Sharia and deen, then he was very firm. He was very, very strict about that. Now there is no, uh, the akhlaq, the command of akhlaq means to be firm unto the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, it has to be done in the correct manner. It must be done in a manner that's easy to Allah. It must be done in the incorrect manner that will, will, that will cause more problems. But rather it must be done in a, in a correct manner. So these qualities, we find these qualities are means of qualities that will unite the ummah. Qualities of creating unity, creating mahabbat, how we can help each other, create happiness in the hearts of people. Our pious predecessors, when they came to these matters, they understood him. Abdullah bin Umar, what a great personality he was. And he performed many, many hajj. He would go for jihad very often. And he was a very great alim, one of those very, one of the very great students of Imam Abu Hanifa, Abdullah bin Mubarak, great muhadith, great faqih. Now these people, they understood deen. And they did things to help people whenever there was a need. And they understood, they sacrificed ibadat to help people. And they understood and they saw the results of it. That's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give him such a high rank. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahmatullahi on one journey is going for Hajj. And there's many people that join him. He's a pious person. They want to be in his company. And on his way for Hajj, when he stopped at a certain place, he noticed a small girl running out of the house, going and taking a dead animal and taking it back into the home to eat. So Abdullah bin Mubarak sees this. He becomes very curious. He goes to the house and he asks him, how can you eat, uh, how can you eat carrion? This is haram. They explained to him that the father, the man of the house has passed away and the few days have gone. Now we are desperate. We have to eat something. And now it's permissible. It's halal for us in this situation. So we have to eat it. So Abdullah bin Warak rahmatullahi he was going for nafil hajj, wasn't his father hajj. So whatever was required was enough for him to return home, kept that amount with him. And all the rest which he had saved, which he had collected, he had ready to go for his hajj, then all of that money and all those goods and food, he gave it to this family. And he, and he returned back home. People after the hajj, many people come and start hitting him. They tell him, hajj mabrur, and Allah accept your hajj. Somebody sees a mature dina, the other person says, you remember we met uh, in the, around the haram. One person comes and he returns money to him. He says, I even came and borrowed money from you and you lent me some money. He says, what are you talking about? I was not there for hajj this year. That night when he goes to sleep, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa comes in his dream and tells him, because we have this family in need, it was also one of my, was for my progeny, this family, because you help them, I made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must put, send an angel on your behalf to perform hajj every single year, right until the day of Qiyamah. So these are actions that will take us close to Allah, grant us acceptance, grant us obuliyat. Now many of us will go for holidays upon holidays, 
people will go for many many nafil umrahs but what happens their family members they are uh, they are people working under us that are battling they are suffering we won't we'll forget about them we only worry about ourselves these people understood they sacrificed to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they had that priority they had the correct priorities in their life they understood what was required of them so they sacrificed that nothing ibadat to help the poor family and this was the result we want to give the truthfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have to bring this quality those that are working for us see to their needs if Allah has given us the ability that comes first then bring nafil ibadat there are close family members that need help we need to help them another incident of Abdullah bin Mubarak rahmatullahi he was after performing his hajj he was resting in around the haram sharif and he fell off to sleep and he has a conversation of some two angels one angel asked the other angel how many people have performed hajj this year the other replies that this year 600,000 have performed hajj then he asked him how many people's hajj have been accepted he said nobody's hajj has been accepted then the other the angel tells him the other angel if, if there's one person who's in Damascus, his name is Ali bin Muwaffaq. Because of him, everybody's hajj has been accepted this year. Because of his barakat. But this person didn't even come for hajj. Abdullah bin Mubarak Rahmatullah Ali wakes up very curious to know what is special about this person that through his barakat and blessing, everybody's hajj was accepted. He goes to Damascus, he asks the people, who's this Ali bin Muwaffaq? Many people didn't know him. Eventually, he finds somebody who tells him that Ali bin Muwaffaq is a cobbler. When the, the simple person he mentioned, so he goes, eventually he finds Ali bin Muwaffaq and he meets him and he tells him this incident. He asks him, what's so special in your life? So Ali bin Muwaffaq says, I'm a simple person, I don't have anything special in my life. He says, think about it, tell me something. Eventually he mentioned one incident, he says that for 40 years I saved money to go for hajj. And one day I found out my neighbor is eating some carrion and I found out why eating carrion is saying no, in desperation, you have to eat this carrion. So I went home and I took all that saving and said, oh Allah, my desire is to go for hajj, but these people are more in need of this money. The money which he saved for 40 years, he goes and gives it to the family. So he says it's because of this action of yours. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted you the reward of and accepted everybody's hajj because of your action of yours. So these are actions that we have to approve. We want the reward of hajj. We want our salah to be accepted. We want our amal to be accepted. We have to bring these amal in our lives. How do we want to protect our amal? One is to do good amal and then to protect it afterwards. To protect our amal, we cannot harm anybody. The least is one is to we help others for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We feed. We have this quality of salam. We, we speak gentle words, kind words, the means of bringing happiness in the hearts of people. Then one is a person, his darajat, his, his stages, and he gets close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, that raises. But if a person cannot do all these amal, the least he can do is not harm anyone. He should not cause the need and harm to anyone. That's the least that can be done. To protect our amal. Because that person on the day of Qiyamah will be a bankrupt person. If that person maybe performed many hajj, he gave a lot of charity, he supported many madrasas, many masjids, he's done so much good work. But he harmed people, he broke the hearts of people, he made ghibat. Oh, he, 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 he damaged the reputations of people, spreading false messages. All these actions are means of him depriving, being deprived of all his good amal. That's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told the Sahaba al-Kiram radiallahu anhum, shall I inform you of something which has more virtue than a lot of nafil, 
not of nafil salah, not of nafil charity. Sahaba said, please, Bala, please tell us, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who message of Allah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, Islam without in vain. That is mending relations between people. Having good relations with people and creating unity and muhabbat is a means of getting very close to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, and creating fight amongst people, causing disunity amongst people, like doing some incorrect actions, that is that is something that will destroy a person's being. Halika means a shaver, something that will shame. It will shrink off his good amal, his good his deen. It will destroy his deen. So we want to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want the rewards of Hajj al-Mabrur. We want the rewards of getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to bring these amal in our lives. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah ta'ala grant us to feed, to bring this amal that will get us the rewards of Hajj. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to feed to bring the sifat in our quality, in our lives. Allah ta'ala make it easy for all of us. Grant them a hajj and mabrur. Allah make us from the fortunate ones to visit the Harameen Sharifin. Many, many times Allah ta'ala grant us to feed.